1: The big project is kind of unfolding uh, as we speak with the release of my debut album, Kitchen Weapons, on Almost Ready Records, and then the tour, which we're embarking on in about four days, which will be promote that record with Deer Tick, uh, who are some great friends of ours, and some of my musical idols as well from Rhode Island. Hey folks,
2: it's another Fanboy Friday with me, Shah Jahan Khan. This week's guest is Rafay Rashid. Raised in Providence, Rhode Island via Islamabad, Pakistan, Rafay Rashid is one of those prolific musicians that's always got a new musical project on the horizon. Perhaps best known for his work with the garage punk outfit Ravi Shavi, Rafay's latest solo effort, Kitchen Weapons, can be found via Almost Ready Records. I first met Rafay almost 10 years ago while my band, the Kaminas, was filming a music video in his hometown of Providence. We instantly hit it off and did a few shows together later that year. Both of our lives got busy and then came COVID-19, as well as periods of rebirth for both of us. We reunited during early 2021 by chance and decided to get together for a jam session, seeing as we were both guitar players. Well, that first jam session turned into me heading down to Providence basically every week, eventually joining his band Rubby Shovey, and recently playing in the live ensemble for Kitchen Weapons. In addition to being a wonderful musical collaborator, Rafay has been a breath of fresh air in my personal life. I really cherish him both as a friend and as an inspiration to believe in one's own purpose and to keep striving for what calls you, no matter how long it takes. It was an honor to finally sit down with him for a Fanboy Friday. You can read an excerpt of our interview on Raphaelion's Fawn website for Muslim American creative projects at createfan.com. That's C-R-E-A-T-E-F-A-N-N.com.
0: So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This podcast is sponsored by Talkspace. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. By talking or texting with a supportive licensed therapist at Talkspace, If you want to make progress toward a mentally healthier place, Talkspace is here for you. Now get $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80 when you go to Talkspace.com. Match with a licensed therapist today at Talkspace.com. Save $80 with code SPACE80 at Talkspace.com.
2: Where does Kitchen Weapons sit on like the personal kind of like identity formation journey? that you've had as like a creator as a you know first generation Pakistani kid in the U.S. just kind of like where other than obviously being like your first solo record what place do you think this this album this project holds in like that
1: space for you? In retrospect you know I think this was the first time I was letting the vulnerability and the insecurities of being a, like a minority person or a Muslim, Pakistani person, whatever you want to call it. Like, I was letting that part shine through as opposed to with Ravi Shavi, which it was more like, let me just boldly claim my identity and use this to sort of, you know, put my flag down and feel good about everything. And, you know, and a lot of the imagery for the albums for Ravi Shavi was, was like directly. Uh, hearkening to, like, my Pakistani upbringing and and culture. But the lyrics didn't really, like, address those things much. And I think this this was the first time where it seeped through. And it's a breakup album, as you know, but I think, you know, in anything that's, like, deeply addressing, like, a relational experience, the people's identities involved uh, come to the forefront. And so... Yeah, to me, it felt impossible to talk about this like 10 year long relationship without also talking about being a Pakistani person, you know, in an interracial, um, even though that feel just saying interracial feels antiquated, but like, you know what I mean? I don't, I don't know the better word for it, but in an interracial relationship, yeah, it was the first time I was letting these things like dealing with them directly, but then also dealing with them in, in sort of a vulnerable state. I know you. You know this has been what a three-year project for you.
2: Can you just talk to me a little bit about just the struggles of getting it out?
1: Yeah, I mean, so I guess technically it's going on four years. When we first started recording the album it was in 2019, which was right after the breakup. Like the songs themselves came in like a big, in a big sort of like feeling of inspiration, and it came quickly, and so we recorded them very quickly. Dennis Ryan came over uh, engineered, produced it. It was the drummer in Deer Tick and also drumming for our band. So we did those really quickly. And then I sort of, you know, I was still in the throes of using and and drinking. And so, you know, I didn't get sober until about, a, want to say, a full year after we recorded those initial sessions. So a lot of that was that first year was spent just sort of trying to figure out my own life and going through a lot of you know, the pandemic started in March, 2020. And obviously that sort of put a little halt on things as well. And then I think right around then is when we got the interest of my manager, Darren, who then was shopping around to labels. And that took a whole nother year. Uh, And that was like sort of my first year into sobriety had passed. And then I played Newport Folk Festival and that was like sort of, like started out on their like side stage but that was the first time I played these songs in a live setting which felt cool because I was literally on my one-year anniversary of being sober and then you know like I think just time kept passing there was a whole another year where we had spent just working out like cover art and and album art things and sort of waiting in the wings to see what the plan would be. And that pretty much brings us to now, you know, there was a couple of times where we thought, okay, should we self-release it? Should we keep waiting for a bigger label to pick it up? Or should we do something in between? And I guess we're kind of doing something in between in the sense that we're putting it out through almost ready, which the label that we've been using or collaborating to put out all the rubby shubby releases with. So I don't know. Like, I feel like it, it is a very, it's still a very DIY release in the sense that like we're, it's still very grassroots. There's no big PR campaign to promote, you know, there's no huge label in infrastructure. So I'm still leaning on a lot of the old, the old tricks up my sleeve that I developed through the rubbish years. So, yeah, I mean, it's a long and winding road, but we're here now. Yeah, man. Well said. What are your, I guess, you know, straightforward question,
2: hopes, long-term plans with this album?
1: Yeah, I mean, I hope people just continue to listen to it. And uh, as so far, the response has been pretty pretty strong to it. I think it's like, it's showing a new side of myself to people who have been following our band for a while. And it's, I think, attracting people who it hadn't attracted prior to, or like that Ravi Shavi necessarily attracted and that it's like less, I guess, like aggressive and fast and punk influenced. And I think it's a wider range of people it's... Been accessible too so i just hope that people keep hearing it and you know i would love to tour on it more keep opening for other people and uh you know maybe join the festival circuit at some point you know but beyond that i'm not really sure it'd be cool to um get in a taco bell commercial or something yeah man that's that's the <laughs> ultimate dream <laughs> <laughs> right. taco i want bell sell, or target <laughs> i want to sell chalupas <laughs> Ooh, man, last question that I ask
2: everybody Who are maybe some of your Top few, whatever, two, three Muslim or Muslim-adjacent American kind of creative people That inspire you
1: Interesting um, Wow uh, The Kaminas King Khan, and the Barbecue Show Beyond that You know, I really got into that, that Guy Lafafa that you were talking about That you showed me his album Obviously, like, you can't like not mention you know, I don't think MIA is Muslim, but like MIA is in that world. Like, I grew up really, um, my parents would always put on mukhaish, so I would always be a fan of his, his stuff.
2: Fanboy Friday is a production of Rafaleon Media. It's hosted by me, Shah Jahan Khan, and produced and edited by Ari Mathay. Our theme music was composed by me, with help from Nick Sampiello at New Alliance Mastering, and features my good friend and longtime musical co-conspirator, Tanya Pullett on vocals. Please follow today's guest, Rafa Rashid, on Instagram at Ravishavi. That's R-A-V-I-S-H-A-V-I. Buy kitchen weapons on Bandcamp, and read more about him and lots of other cool stuff by American Muslim creatives by subscribing now to createfon.com. That's C-R-E-A-T-E-F-A-N-N.com. Thanks so much.